the Norwegian Male Choir, the history of it. The reason why I'm doing this podcast is so that there can be a little bit more information out to know what is going on about the Norwegian Male Choir. Well, I'm going to start with some various works. The Norwegian Male Choir movement started back in 1845 with Norway's very first chorus, the Denorsk Studenter Sangferening, was brought to life by J.D. Brenz, who was on his way home from a trip from Lund and Uppsala, Sweden. Well, he started off with four uh, men who came together to sing various songs at that time in Norway. Norway did not have a list of, of great composers. Most of their stuff was of German background with tuned in by a Norwegian song. Kind of like today's Lutheran hymn book. Essentially different words to a, a traditional hymn tune. Well, he got to start the Denorsk student or Sangferenin of Oslo. At that time, Christiana University. Well, with his choirs, that his choir did sing, he did practice. Then, J.D. Brenz took the October octet over to the student gathering in Stockholm, I believe. There are many different stories about it. Well, on the way to the student gathering, uh, the student gathering is a gathering of uh, universities, such as Helsinki's University, uh, Stockholm's University, the Uppsala University, the Lindkoping University, and the Copenhagen University, uh, Erhus University, and uh, universities in Finland and in Norway. Well, on the way to the Malmo, on the way to one of the universities, they went through the town, Swedish town of Malmo, where a Swedish choir got on board. While on board was the, uh, were members of the uh, committee. Well, the Swedes opted to go first, and this is somewhat of a, of a thing that is said, that the Swedes sang with such gusto, J.D. Brenz was like, shh, all right. Not a peep from us. Let's just give them a rowdy hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. Well, as you can imagine, they did the they did so, and that started the legends that the Swedes excelled in singing, and the Norwegians excelled in hurrahs. Now the truth behind that was that J.D. Brenz was like, okay, we're not that good yet. We're not that good yet. 
I need to take these guys back after the trip and work on them a little more. Well, they did. The first gig was the uh, funeral of a well-known Norwegian author. The quartet sang at his funeral. Well, after that, J.D. Burns had to do something for about a year. So the mantle of directorship passed to uh, a Norwegian composer, uh, a great composer, who has composed most of Norway's male choir uh, music. Well, he took on that mantle for only about a year, and then he, it was passed off to J.D. Brenz again. J.D. Brenz led the the Norse student Sangforening, or the Norwegian student chorale, for a good couple of years, and then that mantle was passed on to someone else. Well, out of that was formed two more Norwegian singing societies. The the uh, the Norwegian craftsmen. Singing Society of Christiana and the Norwegian Merchant Male Chorus of Christiana. These three choruses that J.D. Brenz helped form are still alive and still kicking today. Well, during that time, J.D. Brenz was able to get the choirs to sing for the first time, the current national anthem of Norway, of Javielsker det Landet. Yes, we love this land with fond devotion. And these chorales led Norway into what it's called its golden age, both as a country and as a chorus. Well, the first Sangerfest was in Oscar, Norway. Not Oscar, Asker, Norway, in 1851. These choruses were, there was a little bit of competition because there was another director in that that he wanted to outdo J.D. Brenz. Well, he did. He did the first outdoor Sunger Fester or Sunger Stevne, whatever, whatever which one you want to use. And this began the era of Sungerfest. Over the years, the courses have in Norway got too got too large. They got too uh, uh, to thirty. 40, 55, 60 choirs would gather. The hosting committee at these gatherings would officially say they're too big. The Norwegian Male Choir, the history of it. 
reason why I'm doing this podcast is so that there can be a little bit more information out to know what is going on about the Norwegian Male Choir. Well, I'm going to start with some various works. The Norwegian Male Choir movement started back in 1845 with Norway's very first chorus, the Donorsk Studenter Sangferening, was brought to life by J.D. Brent, who was on his way home from a trip from Lund and Uppsala, Sweden. Well, he started off with four uh, men who came together to sing various songs at that time in Norway. Norway did not have a list of, of great composers. Most of their stuff was of German background with tuned in by a Norwegian song. Kind of like today's Lutheran hymn book. Essentially different words to a, a traditional hymn tune. Well, he got to start the Denor student their Sangferenin of Oslo. At that time, Christiana University. Well, with his choirs, that his choir did sing, he did practice. Then, J.D. Brenz took the octet over to the student gathering in Stockholm, I believe. There are many different stories about it. Well, on the way to the student gathering, uh, the student gathering is a gathering of uh, universities, such as Helsinki's University, uh, Stockholm's University, the Uppsala University, the Lindkoping University, and the Copenhagen University, uh, Aarhus University, and uh, universities in Finland and in Norway. Well, on the way to the Malmo, on the way to one of the universities, they went through the town, Swedish town of Malmo, where a Swedish choir got on board. Well, on board was the, uh, were members of the uh, committee. Well, the Swedes opted to go first, and this is somewhat of a, of a thing that is said, that the Swedes sang with such gusto, J.D. Brenz was like, shh, all right, not a peep from us. Let's just give them a rowdy hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. Well, as you can imagine, they did the, they did so. And that started the legends that the Swedes excelled in singing and the Norwegians excelled in hurrahs. Now, the truth behind that was that J.D. Brenz was like, okay, we're not that good yet. We're not that good yet. I need to take these guys back after the trip and work on them a little more. Well, they did. 
the first gig was the uh, funeral of a well-known Norwegian author. The quartet sang at his funeral. Well, after that, J.D. Burns had to do something for about a year. So the mantle of directorship passed to uh, a Norwegian composer, uh, a great composer, who has composed most of Norway's male choir uh, music. Well, he took on that mantle for only about a year, and then he, it was passed off to J.D. Brenz again. J.D. Brenz led the the Norse Studenter Sangforening, or the Norwegian Student Chorale, for a good couple of years, and then that mantle was passed on to someone else. Well, out of that was formed two more Norwegian scene societies. The the uh, the Norwegian Craftsmen Singing Society of Christiana and the Norwegian Merchant Male Chorus of Christiana. These three choruses that J.D. Brenz helped form are still alive and still kicking today. Well, during that time, J.D. Brenz was able to get the choirs to sing for the first time the current national anthem of Norway of Javielsker det Landet. Yes, we love this land with fond devotion. And these chorales led Norway into what it's called its golden age, both as a country and as a chorus. Well, the first Sangerfest was in Oscar, Norway. Not Oscar, Asker, Norway, in 1851. These choruses were... There was a little bit of competition because there was another director in that that he wanted to outdo J.D. Brenz. Well, he did. He did the first outdoor Sunger Fester or Sunger Stevne, whatever, whatever which one you want to use. And this began the era of Sunger Fest. Over the years, the courses have in Norway got too, got too large. They got too, uh, uh, to 30, 40, 55, 60 choirs would gather. The hosting committee at these gatherings would officially say they're too big. Well, our Norwegian male choir movement would eventually come over here to the United States. Over here in the U.S., we had various courses, 
across the country, in the eastern part, the midwestern, and the western U.S. The Norwegian community would officially come to these parts of the country. The first male choir movement here in the U.S., I'm from the Midwest, so I'm going to start in the Midwest, is the Normenines Singing Society of Minneapolis. This choir goes back to 1850. This choir, obviously, over the years, did, uh, did wean and wane a little bit, and this choir lasted until the 1940s until the choir was eventually disbanded because Minneapolis at that time had many choirs compared to today's one the survive, lone survivor the Norwegian Glee Club of Minneapolis, Minnesota the Norwegian choruses over there was the Nordmenines Sangferenning the Norse Glee Club. The later members would be the Nordcap Glee Club and the Norwegian Glee Club of Minneapolis, which was in actuality a rewrite of two previous courses, the Hugnad Male Course and the OTG Lodge Men's Choir. This Glee Club was formed in 1912 from those two previous choruses. Well, getting to some of the other choirs here in the Midwest, there was a Norwegian men's choir in La Crosse, Wisconsin, called the, the La Crosse Mons Corps, and another male chorus, the uh, Normanna Sanger Corps. This group uh, the two groups were on different sides of the city of La Crosse, but with La Crosse claiming to be the oldest chorus in America at that time, which was definitely not true. But they were the second oldest in the Midwestern region because they beat out a Iowa chorus in the Decorah community of Iowa, called the Learn Singing Society. This group was in 1868 from four members, from four men who came together to sing the songs of Norway. The Learn, over the years, the first concert for the Learn was in the Radlift Opera House in Kalmar, Iowa. And then this group, at that concert, this group sang about 10 songs, 18 songs with some uh, instrumental and vocal interludes from their first director, who was a man from, from Trondheim, Norway who immigrated to the United States and started a business in the Chicago area. This business went on when the 
lacrosse group requested a director. This director responded to the uh, to the request, but he asked that his furniture and stuff be moved to the lacrosse area, which the lacrosse group gladly and happily paid for. The Norwegian, the Learn, over the years, has sung at many, many venues, such as uh, in Decorah. They have sung at uh, First Lutheran of Decorah, the Decorah Lutheran Church of Decorah, the Harmony Male Choral, Harmony's Greenfield Lutheran Church, not Harmony Choral, forgive me, and they have sung at Spring Grove's Trinity Lutheran Church. They have sung at Washington Prairie Lutheran Church out in the Decorah countryside and also at Ridgeway, Iowa. Ridgeway Lutheran Church in rural Decorah, Iowa. The Lacrosse, the not the Lacrosse group, the Learn has sung in Iowa City for the United Iowa Federation Gardens Club and also at the the uh, Sons of Norway in Iowa City. The group has sung in Austin, Minnesota for the St. Olaf Lutheran Church in Austin, Minnesota for one of their church services and also in Clear Lake, Iowa over at Zion Lutheran Church. The Learn has traveled to Norway about seven or eight times now. They are planning a, a, a trip again, hopefully this year, next year, I should say, to Norway. They have sung in different parts of Norway, such as Oz, Norway's main cities of Oslo, Bergen, uh, and Trentheim, and uh, they have sung at various towns and villages in Norway, such as Hugnad Molda, and uh, over, kind of over in the Oslo district. I forget their last tour, where they sung at. They've even stopped at Iceland overnight. And the Learn has sung at here across the U.S. They have sung in Wisconsin. Their trip started out in Lansing, Iowa. And then over to Konanash East Lutheran Church. I, some of these Wisconsin names are a little bit unfamiliar to me, so I do apologize about that. The... Luring has sung at Sturgeon Bay with a, with the various Sons of Norway organizations and churches helping hosting this group. The Luring singers over the years have been directed 
are being directed by a fine director, Dr. David Judish of Luther College, who was head of the Luther Vocal Department. With this, he, su he succeeded his predecessor, Dr. Uh, Peter F. Greedley, who was the previous director of the Lurin Singing Society. This was only supposed to be a year's time, but nearly 40 years later, Dr. Judish is still having fun with his Lurin boys, as he probably now calls them. <laughs> the Lurin has traveled to through uh, to the north, to northern Minnesota, into Winnipeg. Uh, the Lurin has traveled on a tour of the west, stopping off in uh, Sioux Falls, was the first concert stop to participate in the Sioux Valley Singers Association uh, Our Sunger Fest, which was uh, a combination of four choruses that gather in the Sioux Valley area to sing songs of Norway. The Lurin participating with their some of their numbers. One was Edvard Grieg's Den Stor Havida Flock. Uh, I think Thank Heavens for Little Girls. Uh, and some other great tunes as well. Well, the Lurin. We in the Sioux Valley asked them if they wanted to eat with us af after joining in our afterglow. The Learn politely said, we have to get going for our trip tomorrow early, which they did. The Learn bunked overnight at the University of Sioux Falls' dorms, and they headed out the next morning after a good breakfast on the west side here in town. They headed out towards Rapid City, South Dakota, with a stop off at the world-famous Wall Drug. You can't stop through South Dakota without stopping at Wall Drug, where water is five cents, coffee is ten cents, and they had the excellent buffalo burgers around. The Learn got to Rapid City got into their lodgings for the night, did two concerts. One was at the Stabor in the hills. There is a Stabor in the hills of South Dakota in the Black Hills region. If you're ever out there, look it up. They have a fine history. They recently celebrated a milestone, an anniversary here not too long ago. And the Learn also participated with a concert in the Rapid City area. The Learn concert was a great success. The Learn drove across Montana, Idaho, with a stop in Idaho, 
unfortunately I forgot the name of the Lutheran church in Idaho that they, the various churches on their tour that they stopped off. But they did get to their main event, which was the Songerfest of our brother association of the Pacific Coast Norwegian Singers Association. This Songerfest, which was hosted by the Normana Tacoma Chorus. They even uh, did a tour of the beautiful mountain range out in the Tacoma area. The reports back from that trip was just amazing. Various songs of Norway were used. Den stor hevida flock. For those that do not understand English, uh, Norwegian, it is 425 in the Lutheran hymn book. Who is this host arrayed in white? With Dr. David Judish as direct doing the solo parts. The chorus, the learned singers, as I said, have sung at various, various uh, events around the country. They have toured east to participate in the New York Songerfest, which was hosted by the New York Norwegian Singing Society in the late 60s, after the Songerfest in Salt Lake City, Utah, held at the world-famous Mormon Tabernacle. That was, that concert is actually on YouTube. If you type in Norwegian Singers Association of America, you will get the LP recording of it if you wish to listen to that, to the whole complete Songerfest program. On that program was led by, uh, was led by uh, uh, our second oldest chorus, uh, Mr. Knutsen, who leads the Normeninist, who did lead Normaninus. That organization was organized in 1870. So, and this year they're celebrating their 150th anniversary year. Unfortunately, with the COVID pandemic, they had to officially postpone many of their events. And they will probably reschedule them at a later time. We do wish the Normaninus Singing Society happy and many more years of fruitful singing, and also to the learned singers of Decorah, Iowa. Assistant director at that time was Roy Royby of Decorah, who I think either was a, a, a director of the Learn or an assistant director of Learn. He was one of those two. The concert was soloist was Roy Samuelson, who was who has a fine baritone voice, bass baritone voice. 
That concert was a smash. And so was the New York Song, song Festival. Or Songerfest. For you Norwegians out there. Now during the course of a Songerfest, our choruses participate in what is called a parade of choruses. Now this event is not mandatory. But it's kind of uh, a little bit of a mini show the day before the grand concert. So we can show off our individual selections that are picked by our directors. They can, the units that have been included in these past parade of courses are the Veterans Course, which was formed in about 18, 1928. In, in Madison, Wisconsin, and then went on to officially be formed in Winnipeg, Canada during this, those two Songerfests. This group is for uh, members that have attained long service in the Norwegian Singers Association. You have to be 60 years of age have attended five Songerfests. Now, during this time, uh, the Norwegian Singers Association uh, was a little different, as we did not have a lot of older singers like we do nowadays. So, there was about 80 or more singers that have reached that fine age. They came together, they were led by two directors, I forget the name of the other one, but one of them was co-director was Carl Geo Hansen, the director of the Norwegian Glee Club of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Carl and another fine director of the of who was director of the Norwegian Singers League back in those days. Well, and the various choruses such as uh, the Sioux Valley Singers, which is another Singers League or Singers Association in miniature, the Bjornsson Norwegian Male Chorus out of Chicago, the Normeninist Singing Society, of Chicago, Illinois, the Decora Learn Singing Society, the Normeninis Singing Society of Sioux City, Iowa, the Minnehaha Mons Corps of Sioux Falls, South, South Dakota, and the newly formed, at that time, Norse Glee Club of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. The Canton Grieg Male Chorus of Canton, South Dakota, and the Madison, Wisconsin's uh, Grieg Male Chorus of Madison, Wisconsin. Of course, the Norseman Singing Society of Bloit, Wisconsin, and also the uh, Norse. Singing Society out of 
one of the cities in Madison, Wisconsin, not Madison, in Wisconsin area. Sorry. <laughs> These choruses would sing various songs such as uh, Let There Be Music, Vakrashi, uh, which is a Swedish tune, Denstor Havida Flock, Often Rooster by composer Oscar Borg, by composer Prince Gustav of of Opland and the student sungen by Prince Gustav of Duke of Opland well after those events there would be an afterglow which is a singer's dinner a light dinner afterwards for the great reward that the singers did of singing those concerts and a social gathering so our singers can gather uh, talk to their friends across the association next would be the grand banquet and dance which was a magnificent affair and still is and then the big to-do the grand concert of the Norwegian singers. In the past, our concert numbers were in the thousands. Nowadays, we are about 230 in our numbers, maybe a little less at times, but our concerts are still a sight to behold. And we thank the communities that support us still. So if you live in the cities of Seattle, please help support our brothers on the West Coast, the Seattle Tacoma, Seattle Norwegian Singing Society, the Bellingham Norwegian Male Choir, in Oregon, the Eugene Norseman of Sonja Lodge, which is a Sons of Norway which is housed at the Sons of Norway there, and also the Salem Norwegian Male Choir, or otherwise called as the Thorsman Male Choir. In here in the Midwest, the Norwegian Glee Club of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Here in Sioux Falls, the Minnehaha Monscore, and the Norse Glee Club in Sioux City, Iowa, the Nordic Male Choir. And of course, our brothers from the East, the Learn Singing Society of Decorah, Normeninus, and Bjornsson. And the our hosts for the 2022 Sangerfest, the Edvard Grieg Male Chorus.